Paul Jones Drug is Elk City's most experienced compounding pharmacy, meaning they can custom make your prescription medications to your doctor's specifications, safely and effectively providing you with exactly what you need. And for your convenience, Paul Jones Drug has a drive-through pickup window as well as curbside service for testing and vaccinations and offers free local delivery. Just a couple reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street in Elk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust. Throw balls far. You want good words? Data language. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. And now here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Cow with the Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. And a good Paul Jones drug Tuesday out there, Western Oklahoma. Welcome to the Skinny on Sports right here on 98.1 FM, the Sports Animal. Glad to have you along for the next hour. Did something happen last night? Yeah, for, in Denver? Yeah. For OU fans that you never would have thought an emotion that you never you would have thought you might have towards somebody? An emotion. Yeah. Like maybe a little bit of... Did you feel a little bit sorry for Texas? Did you see how that game ended? <laughs> I was watching it live. And I, was I just, thought you were going in a different direction. No, no, no. No, no. God, what a terrible <laughs> deal. We'll talk about the college baseball. The field for Omaha is set when the games are and all that. Uh, after um, the two games yesterday with Texas and Stanford. And then also uh, Tennessee and uh, Southern Miss. We'll get there with that. Maybe even a little bit of U.S. Open preview. We'll for sure do that tomorrow. Uh, also, Big 12 schedule. I'm sorry. Jeez. SEC schedule releases tomorrow. Tomorrow you evening. Know, I just saw that yesterday. That gonna, was coming up. So be thinking about this. Is there going to be a, like a, a special on the oh, SEC yeah, network? Absolutely. So here, can I fly my SEC flag as soon as they show up? The Oklahoma. Schedule? I think you can do it like, right is now. Is that official? I mean, now we can really jump on I that. Think, I think at the end of the show tomorrow, we need to all. Like a kumbaya moment and start chanting SEC. I need SEC. to start practicing that, I guess. Yeah. We'll talk. We'll, we'll hit <laughs> a bunch of that fan, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, NBA Finals last night ended. Denver wins their first championship, dominating fashion. Um, we'll we'll kind of hash through all of that. The Joker did something no one's ever done. How many times have we said that during the playoffs? It yeah. feels like but game he's not by an game. MVP. Yeah. yeah. Perks, racist comments. Robbed us of one. I, w- I wonder where this season ranks individually if he's got the regular season MVP in his pocket. Because of all the leagues that pay attention to the the MVP, it feels like the the NBA. When you go back and try to kind of put people where they where they rank and what tier they're in for their career individually, yeah, MVP carries a lot more clout as an NBA player. Mm-hmm. Than it does in a lot of the other sports, and I think it's probably just because there's not as many. There's there's literally not as many players in the league, so in order to to kind of get to a certain level, you have to have been the best one, right? At least for right. a season. And man, with what he did in the playoffs, it, it's pretty sad with what ended up happening off of one, quite frankly, racist comment by Kendrick Perkins. Where's Miami go now? 
Now that uh, there was a call yesterday into into Jim. Did you hear that one? And I don't know if it's Miami fan, but it's just I, a, I did not. It was a guy talking almost, um, almost kind of talking trash on the Heat for what they didn't do between the bubble season and now. Huh. And and that's not something that anybody's really mentioned because of the shocking nature of them being where they were. They've got nothing but props. But I thought he, got, he brought up a decent point. Well, why were they the eight seed? What? Why didn't they? They've done nothing essentially since the bubble year. They got beat in the finals by the Lakers in just as dominating fashion, basically. So we can talk about them. And then, does this give Thunder fans hope with what's happened in the NBA over the last couple of years? And then, of course, right off the top, one of the most shocking things I can remember as far as news coming down. Uh, with Jordy Ball going into the transfer portal, going back home. Just lots to unpack there as far as that announcement and uh, what what, what uh, the future looked like, uh, not only for her, for OU softball, and then just you know just the, the magnitude of this move. It's pretty incredible, uh, the, the attention that this has garnered nationwide. Having said that, softball is not as uh, – Softball is not as high on the priority list for OU fans as I thought it was. And I'll tell you why. 225-9698 is the phone or the text line. 225-9698. Give us a call. Shoot us a text. We can talk about any of those things. Whatever else might be on your mind, feel free to chime in at 225-9698. If you're going to be outside the listening area, you can stay in touch with us a couple of ways. You can log on to kadsam.com, live stream the show that way, or you can download the Paragon app. App's got it all. It's got the Penny News, which a brand new edition of that puppy hits the website tonight at midnight, thepennynews.com. Check it out through the app. Of course, the print copies will start filtering out tomorrow into Thursday. Um, All the radio, the Big Elk and Paragon TV, it's all there. And then the Skinny on Sports podcast. You can find that everywhere that podcasts are available. Good morning, Jared. Good morning. Hey, it's a big week for you. And the Rotary Club. Yeah, that's right. Really, the Rotary Club. The yeah. Rotary Auction. Yes. How is this going to work? When is it? Do, well, you, do you know some items? Um, There's a long list of items. I couldn't tell you. I don't want to get too specific because I don't want to leave any out. But there's some really cool big items. We call them big ticket items. Such jazz. Uh, overnight stays at, at nice hotels slash casinos. Um. That's just one that comes to mind. I'm going to get all of that on Facebook. Okay. Okay. Follow Elk City Rotary on Facebook. We'll probably share that on KUCO's Facebook, too. There's a lot of audience there. But that's coming up Thursday and Friday night, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. There's there's a ton of ways just to listen or watch. You can watch it on Facebook Live. You can listen to it on 96.5. A lot of ways to bid. You can call in 225 969 Seven. That's the hotline, right? Nine six nine six is the main line. Yeah. Nine six nine seven. You can text in. You can even comment on the Facebook, on uh, the Rotary Club's Facebook Live video. Yeah, and um, ton of items. So it's like two nights full of of great items, all from local businesses. Outside of some of those big ticket items, like I mentioned, but mainly a lot of local businesses that have donated. Uh, their their uh, merchandise 
It's not cheap stuff either, man. I mean, there's some nice stuff in this. It always has been. A lot of people are familiar with this. They've been doing this for years, the Rotary Club, and um, raises money for a great cause, uh, a lot of great causes. The money all is plugged back into the community, whether it be scholarships for kids, uh, the dictionary uh, program where they hand out dictionaries to local third graders, uh, going back into the community like to help out Rotary Park or, or other various uh, projects throughout the town. So, um, again, tonight, or excuse me, Thursday night, Friday night, 7 p.m., 9 p.m. And it's a lot of fun. Have you ever been a part of an auction? I mean, think like eBay, but with a bunch of people screaming and going crazy and, and you're a bunch of people calling in and and um, get your hands on some great items at great prices. So, the, yeah, the phone number calls two two five nine six nine six. I apologize. The text line is nine six nine seven. Oh, okay. And then, of course, Facebook. Tons of ways. I just throw your bids either way possible, and then when that clock runs out, boom! Whatever the highest bids left, we'll we'll award them the prize and or the the merchandise. Can't say thank you enough all the local businesses. I know even KCO here we're donating uh, advertising time, which is I mean you can get the great rates at at a at a great advertising package at a great low price so should be fun tune on in i know um i I, this computer i usually i can look at my computer downstairs and i can't because i got that list on my computer downstairs i need to print it off i know the golf course has offered and i actually jumped on it one year because rotary members can I've jump done, on it. Yeah, I've done. It, I've done this too. Uh, got green fees, like pack, book of five or something. Uh, uh annual um, membership to the driving range. Oh, okay. And, I mean, I got pretty much half price. I mean, stuff like that. Or you can get there's rounds of golf. I'm sure. Let's say there, that's when I was a kid. Yeah. That's something that we would listen for. Yeah. It's always a hoot. I'm trying to think of the top of my head. What what's some other stuff? I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a hoot. It's a hoot to who who will be on the mic? Usually Mr. Tom Mike Johnson will be on the mic. Um Lake Carpenter, we're all familiar with him. The voice of the Leedy Bison will be on the mic. Robbie. Oh my goodness. Feels yes. like Robbie Gilbert's on yeah, the mic. Yeah, but so. I have to really have my hand on that. I have to take <laughs> one of those mute button things that we have. The cough button. Those cough button and just might have to have that handy on my thumb or something <clears throat> no there it's great personalities and and um it's fun when they when we all get together and and a lot of motivation and, and a lot of momentum to raise money for a really cool cause it's a really great local event you know and not just oak city too i mean oak city rotary they span out they help out the smaller communities too uh with scholarships and stuff like that so very good yeah that's thursday and friday seven o'clock to nine o'clock you can hear it 96.5 KECO. Check it out on the Facebook page. So all good stuff. All good stuff. Uh, something that wasn't necessarily good stuff, or maybe it is. It just it, It's amazing the reaction that, to this versus what you thought it might be. But, you know, yesterday I was kind of pulling Jimmy's leg because Jimmy, you know, he's the softball aficionado when it comes to OU. And I told Which him. Isn't that crazy? Because he's a guy, I mean, he loves it. Oh, yeah. For he knows reason. a lot about it. He does. And so I said, Jimmy, Jordy Ball is entering the transfer portal. And I can't say exactly what he said because <laughs> there's rules about that. Uh, but he didn't Speaking be- of cough button. He did not believe it. And then at 1 o'clock sharp, she released that statement, you know, detailing her reasons and all that. Mm-hmm. Man, it, when you first heard 
even just a little inkling. I, I tell you where I, it was uh, Sunday night. My mom was on Facebook, and she goes, "Oh, look at here! It looks like Jordy Ball might be entering the transfer portal." Like nine thirty on Sunday night, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, mother! Everything on the internet isn't true." Yeah. I mean, because your, your immediate reaction is, well, why in the world would anybody do that? The best pitcher on the best team with four Pete in their sights for next year. Nobody's ever done that. You know, you, you, to me, I guess I immediately think of the, the goals and the, and the possibilities for her as an individual and in, in Oklahoma as a team trumping everything in my mind with, but without putting myself in that situation. And so, I mean, how shocked were you when you initially heard? You know what, Jordy Ball may be transferring. Uh, yeah, I was shocked. I was looking. I was waiting for the punchline. You know, I was waiting for. I was like, is this a troll account that I'm reading? It came from a pretty reputable source when I saw it, and then I actually thought, is it April first? What what is this? But reading the, her comment and her explanation, and and sound like she's just a little homesick, wanted to get closer to home, and. And uh, you know, are real passionate about developing the sport in her home state, and you know what? I, yeah, okay. I'm a little shocked, and I, as it's processed throughout the day, I was thinking, man, she's thrown away opportunities to uh, set personal records, win multiple titles. But then I thought, well, Jared, she's won two, and there's a lot of young ladies who won't even have that opportunity to win one. So she's accomplished a lot so far in her first two years as a collegiate player. More so than what most will ever accomplish. So she can be she can feel satisfied by walking away, I guess, and, and going on. It looks like maybe Nebraska. I was thinking, where would she go? Nebraska? I mean, you'd have to, right? Well, she said she's going home, and so you Where's home? Is it close Nebraska. to Nebraska? I mean, oh, well, you, Lincoln, is it? it I don't know. Papillon, where, wherever that's at. Know, like, but Creighton, I don't know if Creighton has softball. I mean, one would think it's Nebraska. Her boyfriend plays baseball at Nebraska. You'd have to assume. Uh, some of the players on that team were ones that she grew up playing with. Um, I'm surprised. But she's probably thinking the program's bigger than me, and I could walk away from this, and the program's going to be fine. But, I mean, she was a big reason why they've won the last two titles. Listen, this is shocking. It's a shocking move. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think it's going to bring up the, the mental health conversation even more. And, and that's such a sticky one to me, man, because if there was one thing that you that she was lauded for – and for good reason. When you watch her, it's that competitiveness, that fire, that mental toughness that she displayed on the field. And so she she basically was the model athlete, even for the the old time. You got to be tough, tight, you know mm-hmm. that line of thinking. She she proved that on the field, but and then but then apparently off the field, it wasn't that way. And she really kind of struggled to to ever kind of set roots down because I think in her heart of hearts, she always wanted to be at home. You know, I, I, I really do I feel like this is one of those things where she's going to end up, she's going to get to have her cake and eat it too. That doesn't happen very often. But she gets to have her cake with going and competing at the very highest level of softball and winning two titles. And now she's going to go back and, and be able to eat that cake at home in a more relaxed atmosphere. 
with her with her buddies and her boyfriend and all that and and ride off into the sunset and so it, it's it's a pretty unique story that she's able to write for herself by having the success and who knows they might have a bunch of success at nebraska as well but it's just it, it's hard to believe that that can be replicated there when with what the machine is at ou but it, it's a fascinating thing because you know i i actually listened to some people or read some stuff yesterday uh some folks one that that are kind of in the know weren't even sure she'll even go up there and play softball yeah, and her statement never said, I'm, I'm going to commit to the University of right. Nebraska. It just said, I'm going home. And she was emphasis on developing softball, the game I love, in the state I love, or something like that. I'm not quoting here. Okay, so at least right now, it feels like kumbaya. I'm shocked at the fans' uh, acceptance of this. I've got questions as to why. But I'm shocked that, oh, yeah, thank you so much. I mean, it, it is almost, there, there's always differings of opinion. But it does feel like within a vast, vast, I'm talking about like 98% of the OU fan base, it is it is like the, the nicest departure ever from the fan, you know, to, from the fans toward the player. It's like, hey, thank you. Good, good luck. What if she was a guy? That's, that's a couple of the questions I have. Is is this reaction being so tempered toward her because A, it is a her, or B, because she helped win two national championships, or C, a mixture of all three of, of both of those? A things? little bit of all, but all of those, a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. Because I think a, a lot of it is right now. Okay, I mean, Jalen Hurts left Alabama, and Alabama is still rolling. Mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of people think, okay, she she can leave. This machine is still going to roll. At least that's what the assumption is. So okay, thanks for what you did for us. You got us a couple titles. Good luck to you. We understand. But OU softball's bigger than one person kind of mentality. Yeah, and she's also going to. Nebraska, or most people believe she's going to Nebraska. Right, my wife said, Which, oh, now Nebraska is going to be national title contenders. I said, ah, they're going to be Big Ten contenders, maybe. But the point is, she's not going to UCLA. She's right. not going to FSU. That's a good she's point not too. going to Tennessee. That's a good point, too. So it's like, okay, yeah, th- I think there's th- both of the, the two beliefs that Sooner fans all share right now about this is the machine will keep rolling because that's just what it does. And then also, she's not going so. She's not Kevin Durant in this deal. She's not going somewhere that's going to be direct competition with the juggernaut that is OU softball right now. Right. And then because she's a woman, I think that helps too. I, I just, I just do. I think people, especially, they have a harder time. Which, thank goodness. I mean, this is kind of a good sign for society that that grown men have a harder time picking on a young woman than they do a young man. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's, that's kind of a good thing. Uh, be better if you wouldn't do either, but it's, you know, it's kind of good. What do you think would be the reaction? If a two time national championship winning quarterback did this, Let's let's just say it'll be a little bit more vitriol. I mean, think about a, a true freshman. Let's just say Jackson Arnold. He comes in, he wins two national championships. 
And then he says, man, I know it's it's not that far away, but gosh, I miss the Metroplex. I'm going to uh, – it would have to be like TCU. It, could, it can't be SMU because SMU is below Nebraska softball. So it would have to be, okay, I'm going to transfer to TCU. What happens then? Now, it's the same. it won't be the same conference anymore. So that that's similar to this. You know, before I think they go, oh my God, he's transferred within con- within the conference. Now he's going to beat us. Well, you're not going to play TCU. Yeah. What's the that's, reaction then? That's good. That's I don't know. That's a good one. That's a bit. It, I mean, would you take comfort in the fact? Well, he was here and he won us two national titles. First time in over twenty years. Thanks. Or was it? What are you doing? You could be. You could have multiple statues on campus. Yeah, I, you know what I mean. There is zero chance <laughs> that it's going how this is going for Jordy. Oh yeah, zero chance. Yeah, on the text lines, fairly. You know, you mentioned it didn't. That her statement didn't mention anything about necessarily playing. You're talking about growing the sport. At, and like Sam said, maybe she wants to coach Nebraska. And that's the way that she can grow the sport within that state, within her home state. Maybe. I, I think one thing that we all take for granted, OU fan or not, but, but watching that team and the domination over the last 10 years, of course the three straight, I think we all kind of take for granted, one, how hard it is to actually do what they did and how hard it is to win mm-hmm. at that level. And as you're taking that for granted, you're also not giving enough credit to just the mental gymnastics or the the mental, just the toll it takes mentally, not only on the field, but off of it. Yeah. To be able to do what they did. And, and you know what? If if she did if she wasn't necessarily enjoying life in Norman, you know, because she kind of wanted to be somewhere else all the time. So if she's not enjoying life in Norman, and then you stack that on top of not necessarily enjoying softball because it's so it, it's like you know they, they spoke they spoke about the joy being in the Lord, not really about softball. And so then if you if you're not completely there with softball either. I can see how it's pretty easy to get to a point where you decide, yeah, this is great, but it's not worth it. Yeah, I can, I can see that. I mean, if you're, if there's a lot of weight there that no one can see. Mm-hmm. Which I think and, you know, and clearly follow, and, there was. And seeing her on, on social media, I mean, she had love from where she was from. She she was very, you know, a Nebraska girl, da-da-da. And, yeah, that's fine. I mean, that's – be proud of where you're from. And if she has that passion of wanting to go home, be closer to home, and then and also take that passion of softball with her. And, and I mean, it, you can't fault a person for that. I, I can't. But you're right, the tune might be different if it's, uh, man, we were an out away from a national title. You couldn't get done. Now you're going to tuck tail and run. But she won two national titles. She's done so much that a lot of young ladies will never do. 
And she's mm-hmm. only played two years of softball in college. I mean, she has, she's accomplished so much at, in so short amount of time. She doesn't have to answer people's questions of why you leaving. Why she doesn't? She's accomplished so much. Did and, you? And, and coupled with the fact she is a young lady, in the machine that is OU softball, I think all of that is why the reaction was what it was. Like, okay, you, you know, OU softball will be will continue to to run and uh, or play at a high level. I mean, this will hurt. But now there's a spot. You think that the transfer portal will give us and take us away, right? And it took away. But now there's probably a lot of high-quality – I'm not going to suggest candidate, but I'm, there's somebody out there probably thinking, well, there's a spot now at, at Norman. I wonder if I can go there. Oh, you know good and well that happened. I mean, immediately. that The phone was the ringing. The phone was already blowing up. Gas was – that's probably yeah. like, okay, fine. I'll just my phone will ring here in a few minutes once this news drops, and I'm gonna entertain him. Yeah, I, I saw this last night, and I didn't see this live on Sunday. This is on the uh, Sports Blitz with with Dean Blevins. He had Kenzie Hansen and Patty Gasso on. Oh yeah. Listen to Patty Gasso's answer. It, it, if if anyone would have had an inkling about this, or, or some you know, this was foreshadowing. I guarantee you. Listen to these answers. Uh, with this conversation with Dean Blevins from Patty Gasso. Jordy Ball, something else. I don't, I don't know if she did anything. It could have done any better in the Women's College World Series, if you think yeah, about it. She did really well. Pinch and ran a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, scored. that was fun because it brings a little momentum to the team. But mm-hmm. um, I think, you know, I was really proud of Alex Storacco and how she set up Jordy and mm-hmm. Nicole May and how she set up Jordy. I mean, it was a complete pitching staff, and I'm really excited about um, Nicole May and her growth, but I'm really excited about Kirsten Deal, KD, who is a freshman and a lefty and didn't get a ton of opportunity, but she has grown so much, and I think she's going to be a major part of this pitching staff next year. Crazy how fast she got the conversation. She, she steered that perfectly, didn't she? Jordy Ball. She steered that away perfectly. She, yeah. Obvious. You can tell she's a she's a veteran head coach. Obvious. How to answer those questions? How to deflect it and steer it away and go? We need to focus somewhere else. We don't need to talk about. Well, she knew. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. She clearly knew. Yeah. Yeah. And so. You know, it, it, proud isn't the right word. I'm, I'm impressed a bit by the acceptance level of the OU fan base about this. Now, here's a question to ask on the text line. How's it going to be if Oklahoma gets into the Women's College, College World Series coming up this year and doesn't win? And doesn't win because, let's say, they give up a few too many runs. Yeah. Is that acceptance still there, or the, the, will the finger start being pointed toward Nebraska and where Jordy Ball's at? Oh, or it could be pointed at OU and go, how come you couldn't pony up an NIL deal to keep her here? That was the first thing that my boys were texting me. Like, my goodness, build him a house and bring the family down here. Go get the the boyfriend. Give him an NIL deal. Keep Get him on the baseball team. They are just going on and on about that. 
I mean, that's always going to be the talk. And then, you know, uh, OU lost a, a football guy. Um, yeah. Well, I was going to bring you know, that up. You know, you know that's a dude, the, that's that, always- a dude that had literally never even went through fall camp. He got here at the the semester break in the uh, between fall and spring, went through spring ball, started summer workouts, left, and there is way more concern. Yeah. About that guy leaving than Jordy freaking ball. Didn't take one snap in a game and, and we're freaking out. I mean, yeah, it's and then the reaction is, Well, you're not paying them off paying them enough. We're not we're not funneling well, the money to them properly. They're, we Schmitty, got outbid. Schmitty got another one. I think Schmitty got another one. Well, I mean, but that's yeah. but see, nobody has nobody it doesn't no one even bats an eye with a comment like that aimed at a younger kid because it's a dude and because it's football. No one even bats an eye. When and that kid's from Florida. He's eighteen years old. He may have got up here and went, What in the world? I you talk about homesick. This is a culture shock. At least Nebraska and Oklahoma are pretty similar. Yeah. In a lot you know what I'm saying? This kid gets here from Florida Tries it for five and goes, never mind. But it's, oh, Schmitty got him. <laughs> Didn't pay him, whatever it might be. Yeah. It's it's, it's funny how the but the, the, it, on the, the star it was like the of – the same day, wasn't it? In, yes, it was and, yesterday. Yeah, and the, the, the acceptance of one and the overreactive nature of another. Uh, you know, and two different sports. Well. Two different genders. I get all that. But, I mean, it's it, – and it is. It's, it's the, the priorities of – OU fans and, and what football is to them and what softball is to them. You yeah, know? And, and that's and, – and listen, and that's where when I said softball, softball isn't as high up on the list as I thought. It's up there, but, but it's, it's – it's, 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 it's still – it's, it's way behind football. Sure. It's not as high as men's hoops. It's not. It's just – it's simply not. Even though men's hoops hadn't been any good, it's not there. Because you could because of the reaction to the fan base. It's yeah, if just, softball goes, it starts losing at the level, or, or it'll or go away. Falling off a plane at the same at like what OU basketball has, it'll go it, away. It, it, people would forget that it was even happening. That's correct. It's, it's on. It's, it's a sad truth. I hate that being a girl dad and loving the sport, but it is a sad reality of it. You know what we didn't mention yesterday, and we should have. Patty Gasso getting a statue. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool, and I wonder it better be right there at home home plane entrance of that stadium when your everyone walks in. And maybe, you know, gives her a high five when they walk in. I mean, first non-football statue on the campus, yeah, sport statue, well deserved, very well deserved. That that was big news, but this one is bigger. It's a Jordy Ball thing. Does her reaction? Now, and, and you know, in listen, maybe it's a good thing she's leaving because. Um, Come on, she's the one who lost against Baylor. I mean, they would have had a perfect season if she hadn't given up a grand slam. <laughs> Does Patty's reaction, though, maybe give you a little reaction with Dean Blevins there? Maybe give you a little bit more of an insight into how that program works and maybe how Jordy got to the men- mentally to the state of it wasn't worth it. Because to be right, to be bluntly honest and now listen that's just 45 seconds of that whole thing i don't you know there are 
I don't know what else, but it's as far as just that snippet of time. Does that, it gives you a little bit of a, a different idea about what Patty maybe is. I think it's fully, I think people are fully aware if you've been following this team long enough and understanding, and a great example is the young lady who left to go to Tennessee. Yeah. She was a part of a national title team, made some memorable plays, and then it just something wasn't right. And it, I think what we under what from what I understand about this OU softball team, this program is you you are, and this is the way Gasso runs it, and that's why it's been so successful. She is not guaranteeing you to be on this team or have your starting spot just because you started game one. There's a constant drive saying we got girls that we recruit at a high level who are biting at the bit to get in there if you make a if you keep booting the ball or you keep striking out we'll make a change and i think that well that's all well and good on the field but there's there is nothing jordy ball did on the field to ever lose her position no i understand that yeah but the the thing that i would ask if you wanted to play devil's advocate when seeing that clip there was a lot more cold-hearted nature about the almost the person because you can't you you cannot in good faith anybody watching that any of the softball and say that Patty Gasso had any reason to put Jordy Ball on the bench because of her performance on the field. Oh right. So the that reaction to that question or to the to the praise of her on the field play. That reaction can only come from what she knows about it off the field, right? And then also protecting the 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 brand, protecting the other, the ones that are going to stick with it. I just think you know when you, when you you hear the you hear the talk and it's sisters and you know that yeah. that that rhetoric. I think you have to at least ask the question. With that reaction from Gasso, how much of that is talk and how much of that does she really believe? Is the brand above the person? I don't mean as a player. Because clearly the brand of OU softball is is above any one player's ability on the field. Mm-hmm. And if you don't believe that, just go back to a year ago. They lost the greatest hitter of all time and turned around and went 61-1 and had the best season ever. It's true. But where I would ask that question is, 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 is that a little bit more lip service than actual the way it is? And does that is that part of why this is happening? That's all. I mean, it's not a criticism. I'm just asking the question. And then that goes to showing you how tough it is. And, and we all, I mean, I, I think if you, if you just take a minute to think about it and not just assume OU's always going to win all these softball games, you have to realize in your own mind how hard that is mentally to be able to do what they did. Oh, yeah. And you have to have some level of that on if you're Patty Gasso in order to keep the standard improving, not even just staying where it's at. It's com- com- it's constantly improving even. Then that is so hard. And it goes back to that con- conversation of is OU softball and their dominance ruining the game? And, and my argument against that is no, because – 
there are constantly other programs who are telling themselves, we got to get better. We got to play at that level if we want to win. And it's constantly, I mean, you look at OSU right down the right 86 miles away. Look how much they have improved. They made a hired Gajewski. He realizes for us to compete, we got to be at an OU level. And he's getting them better. Texas is getting better. Florida State, Stanford, UCLA. It's not bad for the sport. It's it's constantly building up the sport around them. And then OU's thinking, we got to get better because everyone else is getting better around us. Well, look what's happened in, in college athletics. Is it, it you know, at, at the time, was UConn women's basketball bad for the sport? Or did it spawn South Carolina? Yeah. LSU? Notre Dame. Yeah. Notre Dame. Yeah. Was Alabama football bad for the sport, or did it spawn Georgia, Clemson, whoever else right. next is coming down the yeah, pike? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would say it's not bad for it. It 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 forces you as someone else to get either get better or set or set there. And, and even saving. There's a reason the SEC in football is considered the best football conference in the nation and has been for the past 25 years is because a team like Alabama. It's forcing everybody in that conference to have to play at that well, listen, standard or try to. Alabama itself realized that what they had, the, the Alabama of 2009 through 2013 wasn't the Alabama that kept on winning from 14 to now. Even Alabama, at the height of their powers, Nick Saban realized, I've got to change or I'm going to get passed. Yeah. yeah. We, we know with, the, with the, the way he ran offense and the – you know, playing a lot like what you see basically Jimbo Fisher play. He went, he went okay. Like he he kind of tried to be old man on the on the mm-hmm. get off my lawn sure. to slow all the offense down. He figured out pretty quick that wasn't going to happen. So then, what did he do? Well, he went Lane. Out. Yeah, got Lane Kiffin. Lane. Yeah, show me how to do this. Right. And then once that happened, then it was like, uh oh, Alabama's got offense now. And therefore, you know, then the, the dominance continue. When Lincoln Riley is fired at USC, because you know what happens, it's going to happen, or or he takes some. No, I think, it, what if they go, you know, you know, USC is so wishy-washy with their coaches. That's when you got to be scared. Because somebody like Kirby Smart or Nick Saban is going to snatch him up. Come be an analyst for me. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> I mean, I like <laughs> that ain't happening. But yeah, evolve or die, and there a lot of softball teams are. OU's gonna be fine. Jim, I think Jim, I saw on the text line. Yeah, he said, I've kind of thought that too. It's giving me pieces. The program's way bigger than one person. We'll be back. Paul Jones Drug offers a free service that makes taking your daily medications safe and easy. It's called convenience packaging, meaning they can combine all your daily medications and put them in sealed separate daily packages. This process replaces you from having to fill your daily medication dispenser. And as always, Paul Jones Drug prepares individual blister packaging for long-term care patients. With their drive-through window, curbside service, and free local delivery, it's just more reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug. 809 North Main Street, Milk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise... We provide care you can trust. The Skinny on Sports. This is one of the most awesome experiences of my life because I'm getting an operation. Welcome back. Skinny on Sports, 98.1 FM, the sports animal. It's a Paul Jones Drug Tuesday. Thank you to Rodney and the gang at Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main, right here in Elk City. Paul Jones Drug, care you can trust. We've got free delivery right here in the area. They're the 
oldest compounding pharmacy in Elk City. You can drive through and pick your stuff up. Curbside testings and vaccinations. Also got those blister packs, long-term care unit packaging. Tell you more about Paul Jones Drug as we move along throughout the day. 809 North Main or give them a ring, 225-2121. All right, NBA Finals over after last night. Denver wins their first NBA title. Pretty dominating fashion. I mean, you picked five, I picked a sweep. Miami really only gained traction in the fourth quarter of game two to keep it from being over before last night. Uh, but it was clear. You know, Denver was able to win in a multitude of ways. The Stars dominating. You know, game four, it was Gordon and Bruce Brown having great games. Miami was only way, able to win in one way, and that is just make a boatload of threes, which they did there in game two, 17 of 35 on the road, the only team to beat Denver in their own building throughout the playoffs. But that, that was the difference was, was stark between these two. It was an eight versus a one. We didn't see that difference in the in the Eastern Conference playoffs. A big part of that was because of Giannis being hurt. Right. Denver was healthy. I mean, think about this last night. In a closeout game on their home floor, the Nuggets went 5 of 28 from 3, 13 of 23 from the free throw line, and won. If it's a, if it's a normal finals-worthy opponent – you get beat, and you're headed back to South Beach. But Miami just didn't have the horses. It's a heck of a run, and it's an amazing testament to Pat Riley and to Eric Spolstra and to Jimmy Butler and, the, and those guys on that team, You know all those undrafted guys that came together. But let's be honest, that was a mismatch from the start, and I blame the Boston Celtics for losing Game 7 on their home floor, robbing me of an all-time prediction, and then also – robbing us of a way more competitive NBA Finals. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like they <clears throat> Miami did everything they could just to get to the Finals, and they had nothing left. But Denver, not taking anything away from Denver, they they were the clear favorites and the clear champions after last night, and deservedly so. Big health was a big reason for that. They've had their health issues in years past, and you mentioned that. I mean, they that's a big part of it. I mean, it's a long season, and in in, when you can – I mean, we've seen it right here – in Oklahoma City, how one little injury can alter your playoff hopes and happen more than once. So it, they were able to stay healthy the whole time. Uh, Joker was awesome. Uh, yeah. he, I mean, come on, the uh, one of the all-time <clears throat> greats. I can I'm comfortable saying that he's been consistently good for years and years. He's finally rewarded with the title. And I guess the only question is how many more can he win? I mean, is this the start of a Golden State type thing. You got to, we got to see another one, one before I go that far. But like I said yesterday, are they going to be contenders in the West? And if not the entire league for the next, I don't know, four, five, six years? I can see that. If they're, they're well managed, well put together, let's see what kind of, you know, can they add to this? You know, they're, they made some moves to kind of keep that championship window open, most notably with, the mid-finals trade, which never happens, with the Thunder. So it's going to be interesting to see if they can keep it going. But that's coming up right now. Congratulations to Denver. They were dominant and deservedly so, the, the, the champions of the NBA.
Jokic was off the charts. He's the first player ever to lead all players, not just his own team, everybody that played in the playoffs. He led them in points, rebounds, and assists. Nobody has ever done that in a single postseason run. He helped bring Denver the first title in in their, their franchise's history. The 46 seasons before winning. This is season number 47 of the Nuggets. It's the, that's the most ever before their first title. He's the the 41st pick in the draft. That's the the probably far and away finals MVP record of, of the highest draft or lowest draft pick, however you want to view that. He's the first guy drafted outside the top 15 to win a finals MVP and a regular season MVP. And it, it, so he, and then when you put his points, rebounds, and assists, his average throughout the playoffs was 52.9 per game. That's the second most ever. Only Wilt in 1967 at 59.9 has been better. And I said this last week, and I'm going to say it again. Nikola Jokic has been robbed of one of the most all-time one of the most impressive individual single seasons of all time by Kendrick Perkins making racist comments. And what I mean by that is when you go back and look, he would have had a finals MVP, a regular season MVP, and then all the stats that go along with what he did in the playoffs. You're looking at it's going to you're going to have to dig through the individual performances for an entire season to figure out where he he stacks up. But it's going to be way, way, way high. Now that gets knocked down at least a notch or two because he doesn't have that regular season MVP. And quite frankly, the reason he doesn't is, one, voters are going to get tired of voting for him because he'd won the previous two. And two, Kendrick Perkins being a racist. And that's sad. But see... There's not going to be any repercussions for that because of the way it went. If it would have gone the other way, then that would be a huge topic of conversation today. We might be the only ones that have that. And that's unfortunate. But seeing his reaction, Jokic, I mean, it's like he's just like, do-do-do. Ask you, are you excited about the parade? No, I'm ready to go home. You know what I mean? I mean just, yeah. He's such an unassuming. I want, and I wonder how much he's starting to play up play into the idea that he's such an unassuming superstar that maybe it's a little bit like, you know, when you first watched Duck Dynasty, it was just hilarious because those guys were being those guys. And as the show wore on, you could tell that maybe they were playing up to the camera a little bit. I wonder how much he's starting to play, like, you know, just kind of mess with the the reporters that are wanting to get so much more out of him that he's even going the other way and giving them less and less. Because you know good and well he's happy and he's pumped and he thinks it's cool. But now he's playing that. Well, yeah, he wants you know, to go home because, yeah, Denver's going to give him a great parade and everything, but I bet you he gets a nice warm. It's nice to see go home to familiar faces and, and friends and family and get a little personal parade. But he's it's a long season. He wants to go home. I get Ain't. that. But the whole attitude thing, I love it. I, I love that approach. and It's not flashy like some NBA superstars most NBA superstars are, 
you know, and I guess as Oklahomans, we love that. That's why we liked um, Stephen Adams. You yeah. know, the way he approached things. His from uh, uh, from New Zealand and his quirky attitude and everything. And, and same thing with Jokic. Is he's like, ah, whatever. You know, that's just they don't buy into that stardom. You know, you're not going to see him hit up the nightclubs and get on Instagram and make appearances and cameos in movies. He comes here, plays basketball, wins championships, and then he just wants to go back home to Serbia. <laughs> yeah, how about how about Serbia? Have a couple of days. Have a have a back to back days. They had Jokovic. Yeah, right. Win the win the French. He's now won the most Grand Slam titles of all time of tennis on the men's side. Second overall, tied with Serena. And then the very next day, you have Jokic, the MVP of the finals, and bringing Denver their first title home. I, I think I'd seen where. Uh, the, they have like 0.86% of the world's po- total population. Oh, it's a small country. Uh, yeah, uh, and the two, the two dudes from the same place just did what they did in the last couple of days. It's pretty incredible. Uh, how much hope does this give for the Thunder? Think about what's happened here. In the last uh, two of the last three years, you've had Milwaukee and you've had Denver claim the NBA title. Which those are not the flashy free agent destinations. Those teams have seemingly been built mostly through organic drafting, the way that everyone assumes the Thunder are going to have to. Mm-hmm. So how much how much does that give you? How much confidence? How, how much hope does that give you as a Thunder fan? Well, I, I love that it, that at least it's yeah, possible. I love that it's we're we're look. I, this seems to be in the year that the headstone has been placed on the Golden State dynasty. What kind of felt like when they were eliminated? Like, this is it. It's done. And I love that we're seeing a little bit more parity when you mention those teams. You know, and there's others, too, that are competing, you know, that aren't necessarily huge, large markets, but that are competing. I love it. Yeah, it should give you a lot of hope if you're if you're a Thunder fan. And I think it's a, a, a product of – you know the lottery, how it's set up, and um, um, you know all the little intangibles involved uh, with uh, you know player deals and, and uh, what am I trying to say? I mean, there's a there's a balance there. It feels like there's a little bit more of a competitive balance, so it should give you hope. But if you didn't have hope going into next year as a Thunder fan, I mean this this could only uh, give you a little bit more hope, right? I mean, going into next year, knowing with that core youth that they have. Who knows what they can get in the in the lottery draft if they're in the lottery draft, and and then moving forward, I, I think you're already going to have hope. But this this should give you hope that you never know. You could just get that breakthrough season and put yourself in a spot, give yourself a chance. Well, and there there's a couple because of- you don't have to go into season and go. Well, yeah, this is all well and good, but it's going to be Golden State again, or it's going to be LeBron and whoever he's playing for again. Yeah, over the past 20 years, you think about the, the titles dating back to the early 2000s. It's been San Antonio, or it's been LeBron, or it's been Golden State, or you know a Lakers sprinkled in there. One of which was with LeBron. We're <laughs> yeah. counting that one. Yeah. Right. And now you've, got, you've had Milwaukee, now you've got Denver. You had an eight seed in Miami. I know they're a large market, but still they were an eight seed. And, and then quite honestly... We, we think of the Golden State as a bad thing now. But that first title in 2015, 
It was completely organic. It was all dudes they had drafted before Durant. You know what I'm saying? Before Durant went there, Golden State was a totally different animal than they are now. As far as how they built the thing. Yeah. So, I think that's a, it's very interesting that this is kind of, it does feel like a turning point. And it seems like the CBA, for the first time since it's changed, it feels like the CBA may favor the smaller markets. Because I know I heard the talk about Oklahoma City's ecstatic with the way the CBA is set up. That's what I was trying to say. CBA, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah collective bargaining yes, agreement. Yes, yes. That, that's always kind of worked against Oklahoma City right at the wrong time. Harden trade, KD leaving. It it literally, the, the way that the CBA was constructed in those agreements at that time, it was the worst possible timing for Oklahoma City. Now it feels like as they kind of retool and get things rolling back downhill, this new CBA that, that's due to be signed here pretty quick maybe gives them more of an advantage at the right time. And timing is a, is a huge part of all of this. You know, San Antonio, how the, the timing of them being bad has been exquisite. Yeah. They've had the number three, they have had the number one pick now three times. And it could have been Anthony Bennett or Michael Olobacandy or Kwame Brown as the number one pick available to them. Instead, it was David Robinson, Tim Duncan, and now Victor Wimbanyama. You know what I mean? So there, there's more luck even in the lottery than you realize with when you do get the lottery luck. You know, how lucky do you get? Do you get LeBron? Or do you get somebody else? You know? It's that episode of Seinfeld where everything evens out for him. Yeah. <laughs> where yeah eventually. She, or Elaine threw the $20 bill outside and then. And he found a 20 in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Everything you've been out for San Antonio. Man, it's crazy. I, I don't, I'm, I'm ready for them to get a dud. Because now they're going to be good for 20 more years. But anyway, I, I think if you're a Thunder fan, it really gives you it gives you some hope that things are at least possible and, and you, you're doing it the right way and can succeed at the highest levels when you've seen what Denver's done, when you saw what Milwaukee did a couple of years ago. Yeah. Now, it helps to have the best player in the game, which I don't know that anyone believes the Thunder have that yet. But at the same time, get two or three of those young guys like that, you never know. Yeah. And it all goes back to having to execute when you have the chances. Everybody had a chance at Jokic. 41st exactly. pick. Exactly. But you take Jamal Murray, what a perfect compliment to what Jokic became. Those two are the best duo in the game. Yep. We'll be back to wrap up a Paul Jones Drug Tuesday next. Paul Jones Drug is Elk City's most experienced compounding pharmacy, meaning they can custom make your prescription medications to your doctor's specifications, safely and effectively providing you with exactly what you need. And for your convenience, Paul Jones Drug has a drive through pickup window as well as curbside service for testing and vaccinations and offers free local delivery. Just a couple reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street in Elk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust. Skinny on sports. You can't say on the air. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. Welcome back. Skinny on sports, 98.1 FM, the sports animal wrapping up a Paul Jones drug Tuesday. 
individual packaging of Paul Jones drug is the thing, man. Instead of loading up your pill caddy, you they'll do it for you. You just open it up, rip the package open, take your meds, and boom, go on your merry way. You've got durable medical equipment, which is your walkers, your canes, your crutches, etc. There. Most insurances are accepted, but it's not just uh, the medical side of it. Paul Jones Drug has great gifts and greeting cards as well. You know, Father's Day coming up, Jared. It's Sunday. That's right. You got big Father's Day plans? Are they going to pamper you? We were hoping to be moving. Oh, that's okay. It's your day. We was the idea. The idea was to be moving this weekend into our new casa. That's exciting. It is exciting. The new abode. Where you at? The new skinny on on sports palace. You feel comfortable saying on air where you're at? Not really. (laughs) I don't need a bunch of adoring fans outside the yard. (laughs) They might help you. They might come help you. They might. Come help you unpack or something. Yeah. Well, when we get a little closer. And then while they're doing it and they hear your weather, go, wait a minute. Yeah. How are you here? (laughs) And giving us the wrong weather. Yeah. (laughs) It's raining. Yeah, yesterday. Thanks a lot, National Weather Service. It says rain will be moving out about, it said, like, rain be moving out before one. So I'm like, yeah, the rain's moved out. It's cloudy. And it rained about four o'clock. A severe thunderstorm at like yeah. 145. It finally quit raining about the time your weather came on for the after, for the evening time. Appreciate that, NWS. My, I have to be so vague about weather. Like, yeah, it's going to be weather today i didn't say any time but i was like yeah they, you know, expect uh sunshine and rain rain's moving and out maybe more sunshine and then rain <laughs> yeah it's gonna do one or the other it's gonna be one or the other so looks like the after today I think the only thing we're really confident about is the temperature that's it after today it looks like the rain chances of dwindling for the foreseeable future at I'm least hear- through the end of the week i'm hearing Get hot the dreaded heat dome yeah. coming next 90s. week right in time for state. 90s right in time for playoffs but the rain has been nice. East of Roll. Yeah, I don't know, man. A little up afraid that's north. probably You're probably getting Woodward. The Woodward. Um, well, we'd say that, but he's not hearing it. Yeah, I can't hear it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, college baseball. Did you did you see what yes. happened last night uh, with, with Texas? Yeah, it was sent to me. I wasn't watching, but yeah, I laughed and laughed and laughed. See, I first and second, it, it had been a great game, first off. It had been a fantastic game between Texas and Stanford, game three. And that, that whole series had been amazing. Uh, you know, Game one, Texas scored five runs in the ninth to win. Then Stanford got the 156 pitching pitches and the performance in game two for the win. And then that game was 3-3. Three to three. Then Stanford scored uh, three runs in like the fourth to make it 6-3. Texas came back with three runs in the seventh to tie it. Uh, the Horns had a couple of chances there in the, the last two innings to maybe push a, a – Oh, go ahead, run across. Couldn't do it. And then with first and second, two out. Uh, Devin, I can't remember his last name, the hitter for Stanford. He just hits a lazy high can of corn to kind of right center field. And nobody, the only player on Texas's team that saw it was the shortstop who was trying to point to the ball the outfielders were looking at each other then he took off sprinting and couldn't get there and the ball drops I don't know what 10 feet from the right fielder right in front of him and like and, and like he literally never saw it 
because as soon as the ball hit, he goes down and seizes the ball and just puts his hands in his head and starts crying. It was – listen – as much as as much as you're giggling underneath your breath because it happened the, to Texas, I keep hearing the eyes of Texas song. Well, they were not on the baseball, that's for sure. Well, here's the deal for them, because two hitters earlier, um, Stanford had hit one off the wall, and it where it hit the wall was right in the Pac-12 conference emblem, which was white, and so the guy. The, the hitter took his helmet off and flipped it up in the air and thought it was a home run. Oh. Cause, but it hit the wall in the white, and then he almost got thrown out at second. Oh. Then, of course, the, the Texas coach was like, wait, whoa, whoa, he threw his helmet. Threw his he helmet. Took his, but yeah. it didn't impede the the play. And then for that, for it looks like they wiggle off the hook. And, and not only to lose, I mean, it was a great series. It was a great game. It's a terrible way for that to end. But not only just to end a game, to end your it just dashed your hopes of going to Omaha. Dude. It was game three of the super regionals. There was there was a part of me that really kind of felt sorry for the way that and not just just anybody to get beat that way when that when it had been it just wasn't the way that should have ended. It should it should have ended in a better way. No matter who won. But I did I did have a little Yeah, you got to uh, feel a little bit for seniors I felt on that team. Sorry for Texas. You got to feel a little for seniors on that team. The, the, that's how you went out. Yeah. Holy mo- a routine pop fly and just lost it in the lights. And that's how you know. You got to feel sorry for a little bit for that right fielder too. Yeah, in the center, I mean the, just either one bit. either they one st- of them catch it. They still wear burnt orange. Let's let's be real here. Either one of them catch it easily if they see it. And it just—it was really closer to center field than right field, but it was like the right fielder could tell the angle that was hit, but never saw the ball come off the bat. So tough break. I did feel sorry for Texas. That might be the first time in my life I could say such a thing. The World Series is set. So game one on Friday, ORU and TCU, two o'clock on ESPN, which should be one o'clock here because those are Eastern times. So one o'clock on Friday. You got Oral Roberts in Texas Christian. Then the second game on Friday at 6 o'clock, Virginia and Florida. So you got two teams that aren't ranked uh, or seeded. Then the seventh seed and the two seed, Virginia and Florida made it, and they will play on Friday night. Then on Saturday, seeds held with Stanford and Wake Forest. That's the eight and the one. And then Tennessee and LSU. I really wish LSU and Wake Forest were on opposite sides of this thing. Because I think those are the best two teams. According to Vegas, they are. Are they? As far as favorites going, I saw. I think sweep. ORU is what plus twenty six hundred to win yeah, or something they, crazy like that. The long shot. On are they more? Thing. Let me ask you this: Are they more of a long shot to win the College World Series or win the Jello Shot Contest at Rocco's? I think the Jello Shot thing. Yeah, I think they're more of a long shot to win the Jello Shots than they are to win the whole thing. On the field. Yeah. Or Robert fans are just going to walk on by that bar. God, wouldn't it be? Isn't the dream matchup Oral Roberts and LSU fans in there at the same time? Talk about it. I would feel bad for the Golden Eagle fans there. Golden Eagle, is that right? Eagles. Do you think that LSU fans will yell, Tiger Bay? Absolutely. And Oral Roberts fans' face. They're jerks. They'll do it to anybody. Yes, they would. Thank you to Rodney. Everybody have a great Paul Jones Drug Tuesday. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening. 
Paul Jones Drug offers a free service that makes taking your daily medications safe and easy. It's called convenience packaging, meaning they can combine all your daily medications and put them in sealed separate daily packages. This process replaces you from having to fill your daily medication dispenser. And as always, Paul Jones Drug prepares individual blister packaging for long-term care patients. With their drive through window, curbside service, and free local delivery, it's just more reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug. 809 North Main Street, Milk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust.